What's up, everybody? Three and Impossible here. Got the whole got the whole squad here. So this is the this is gonna be the trade deadline edition. Three and Impossible. We got one NFL story that we got to talk about because it's taken over all of the sports world. Um, but so, guys, let's just get let's just get right into it. Brian Flores is suing the NFL. He is bringing a class action suit against the NFL. Brian Flores himself has specifically named the Miami Dolphins, the New York Giants, and the Denver Broncos for racial discrimination in their hiring and in the Dolphins' case, firing process. Uh, so I'll try and set this up, tee this up for us real quick. Um, there's a lot to unpack here, but let's start with the Dolphins. So Brian Flores was fired. He was fired because he apparently or according to the Dolphins, allegedly is what I meant, allegedly could not get along with people. Um, and not football reasons, because just because he purely couldn't get along with people. That's what the Dolphins said. <clears throat> um, Brian Flores then brought up that the Dolphins tried to pay him $100,000 in his first year to lose. So he's going to get $100,000 for every time the Dolphins lost a game. He rejected that, obviously and ended up winning five games with the worst roster in the NFL. Um, that following offseason, when Tom Brady was going to be on the move, Stephen Ross wanted him to illegally tamper. This was before Tom Brady was technically a free agent. He wanted him to go meet with him on a yacht and and try and get him to come to the to the Dolphins. He said no to that as well. So that's the Dolphins side. They 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 try to use the the angry black man stereotype as their justification for firing Brian Flores, and he's pointing out, no, they were being completely unreasonable and trying to make me cheat. So that's not me being difficult to work with. That's me just abiding by the rules of the NFL. Now let's go to the Denver Broncos. He interviewed with the Broncos in the same hiring process when he was where before he ended up eventually being the Dolphins head coach for three years. He said the Broncos showed up an hour late to their meeting and appeared to have been drinking all night. Now, the Broncos have said, no, that's not true. We were on time. Um, and then John Elway said, if if it appeared that I had been drinking all night, it was because we completed an interview the previous night before, late in the night, and then flew overnight to go meet with Flores in the only time that we were given to meet with him. That is the Broncos' side of the story. The Dolphins have obviously denied all the cheating allegations, but fuck Stephen Ross. I don't believe that for a second. Um, and then the Giants, which is seems to have the most – seems to have like the, the smoking gun, at least, in all of these. Um, he had an interview. He did not get hired. The Giants hired Brian Dayball. <clears throat> both Dayball and Flores both worked under Bill Belichick with the Patriots. Bill Belichick sent Brian Flores a text like, hey, congratulations, buddy. It sounds like you're their guy. You got the job. Congrats. Brian Flores was very confused by this. Brian, and so, are you very are you, Really? You know, and eventually, eventually said, uh, "Do you know you're talking to Brian Flores?" Essentially, and he said, "Oh shit, I misread the text. I fucked that up. My bad." That up. Basically, My bad. what we have there is that the Giants had already decided they were going to hire Brian Dayball, and we're just using Brian Flores to satisfy the Rooney Rule, which requires you to interview two blackhead coaching candidates per uh, cycle every time you're going to make a hire. So. That's all the stuff that's come out so far. Hugh Jackson, uh, former head coach of the Browns, has said the Browns tried to pay him for losses. Um, that's kind of come out of all this. And there's plenty of other examples where we've seen the sham interviews. There's too many to list at this point. So, Joe, kind of give me your reaction to the Brian Flores 
news and lawsuit because this is this is a big it's gonna be a big deal in the NFL. All right, first man, I didn't know we turned into first take with that long ass four minute soliloquy to start the show. That shit was long as fuck. But not soliloquy, it's sorry. outlining every single thing that happened. The laundry list. That shit was so long. You're right though. That's the crazy part. That shit was so long. That's and it's so messed up. He has so much to back it up. Like, come on, man. This is a black guy in his prime. He got a head coaching job. You already know when you're a black coach in the NFL, you get one opportunity. And if you don't make it work, you really don't get that many second chances. So you know he has to have plenty of stuff to back up this lawsuit. And for the New York Giants, you can just look at the data. They they're the only team in the NFL to never hire a black coach. You I don't care. I don't believe anything you say. You not didn't give this man a chance. Only, you just had him there for the rule. I think the Giants are one of thirteen teams. They're, not, they're that have the never only team that's coach. Well, okay, they're the only they're like the only team I'm, that's I'm, never I'm, had an active head coach that was black. Because they all the people have had interim coaches that have been black. Oh, okay, so there like, is like a real okay. stipulation there. But yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't believe nothing they say. And then I 100% I believe exactly what he says about the Broncos too. I think that these people already know that the interviews are sham, so they kind of just go in. They know they're not going to pick the guy. They're just trying to fulfill the Rooney rule, and they just come in half-assed because they, they know they're not going to pick the man. So I just hope he actually wins because it's a crazy sacrifice. I don't think I would have made that sacrifice because look at the black GMs that are in the league. Look at the other black coaches that are in the league when they do get a chance. They don't one, go around uh, hiring one, black assistant coaches because they're scared. I don't blame them. It's my job or your job. So it's kind of just a shitty situation. Right. I think there so is now three black GMs really after do? two were hired this cycle. Well, yeah, I think, I mean, I think okay. that's right. And ironically – one of the one of the black GMs is who was with the Dolphins, who where Flores just left. Now, very clear, it was taken out of Chris Greer's hands. Stephen Ross fired Brian Flores, so we're not gonna we're not gonna try and pit those two against each other here. Um, and but I want to talk about something you you just brought up, Joe, where you said you don't think you would have done what Brian Flores has done because I've seen a lot of people that are like, oh, this is supposed to be a guy of integrity. Well, why did he just let it happen when it was all happening? Why didn't he say something right away? So I would just like your response. It's a very stupid thing to bring up. It's a very people think they're playing gotcha, but just let's let's highlight how stupid that is, Joe. I'll give you let you kind of respond to that as well. Well, come on, man. How many opportunities do you really get as a black guy to get this job? And it's one of thirty two. It's a precious job. There's only thirty two of these in the entire world. Like you're going to take advantage of that opportunity because it could be life-changing generation type wealth for your family. Like, come on, man, you're going to take that opportunity. But at the end of the day, it gets to the point where you're like, okay, I'm going to have to make this sacrifice. Not every man can do it, but one, every few do is say, I'm going to have to make this sacrifice just so other people don't have to experience this. Right. And the thing with the dolphins is like, I think he could have swallowed the pill if it was just like, okay, the owner is trying to cheat. He, I mean, obviously, he came from the Patriots. They they did a lot of cheating, right? But it's it's the combination of then you're trying to say that I won't cooperate with, like, I can't work well with people. All right, fuck you, because I'm not willing to cheat for you. Like, that, that's cheat. not me being, you know, non-cooperative. Like, that's, like, that's bullshit. So, Devion, I know you're not a big NFL guy, but, you know, we kind of, before the show, 
discussed what's kind of been going on, but you know, give me your kind of thoughts on the situation from from where you sit. Uh, sound like they sound like he telling the truth. It's not above the NFL, and they ain't above you know what I'm saying all that scandalous shit either. And it looked like I'm not I'm a casual watcher. I ain't gonna lie, casual. but it seemed like after the teams that he named. It's like, ain't no way in hell, like, y'all not tanking. You know what I'm saying? It's the same shit that was happening in basketball. It's just about him proving it. Yeah, but he'll probably, like I said, he probably will settle. He'll probably, outside of court, probably won't even make it. But he'll probably never work in the NFL ever again. So, I hope that bag big enough. Oh, here's a wrap. Yeah, see, that's what's sad about it, because Brian Flores is only, like, 40 years old. Yeah. Like, he's got – he had a very long career ahead of him. So, I mean, I, I hope he gets another chance. He's still technically a finalist for the Saints and the Texans job. Now, I don't know if you would want the Texans job after how they, how they just did David Coley. Um, but Why would you? Really? Yeah, I mean, it's just it's, – it's, it's a crappy situation. And so far, we had nine head coaching opportunities this cycle. I think six now have been filled. No black head coaches. That's, so we currently have one black head coach in the NFL right now. That's a good look so, and, and, for whoever does and, like um, hire him. Whether you know what happens with the lawsuit, whoever hires him, that's really a good look for him and kind of sets. I mean, the, the, the one thing that I think Flores has going for him is or if, is if just you just objectively to get people look off your back. at what he did with the Dolphins, he can help your team win. Right, so like we've seen that will trump some things. So that's where I'm hopeful he'll get another job. But it, it, it's tough to say. My my biggest issue with all the people that that's are trying to like come at Brian Flores is just like you like you've seen you've seen the NFL's history with this. So like we know that everyone knows there's an issue. So like why are you trying to like so quickly say, Oh no, he's lying? You have no idea. You have no idea. And then John Mara, the owner of the Giants, saying he made some snarky little comment, you know, at the very end of his his statement, which means that he had like lawyers look at this and then sent out. He, you know, Brian Flores himself said in a CBS interview that, you know, every coach should be able to hire the the person they think is the best person for the job. And that's exactly what we did. John Merrick, you guys have never hired a black head coach. You, that is clearly not what you're about because the, the math ain't math in there. Like you, your your organization has been around for a hundred years, ain't no way in hell the best head coach for the job was never black. That just is impossible. Do y'all think so I'm not, I'm, Flores would have been a better coach than that dude for that position? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I think so. They I think Brian Flores was Joe the best judge, coach available was after the a special started. teams coach. Like, come on, man. Yeah, I mean, Joe Judge, special teams coordinator for the Patriots. Like, come on. <laughs> What are we doing here? But all right. Enough of that. I think we're all rooting for Brian Flores. Let's go to the NBA. It's trade deadline season. I think the trade deadline is in six days. We've had one trade go down today. And fellas, I'm really still trying to figure it out, like the point of it. But here are the details. The Clippers traded Eric Bledsoe, Justice Winslow, and Keon Johnson with a second round pick to the Trailblazers for Robert Covington and Norm Powell. Joe... Make some sense out of this for me, man. I didn't. I haven't looked at the salary cap or the money, but when you hear it, that's the only thing that really makes sense to me. Because it doesn't make sense. Like we were talking before the podcast, this don't make sense for either team. Like I mean, 
when you look at the Trailblazers, you you basically got rid of two of your best offenders, and you guys already suck at defense. Damian Lillard's gone. Like this just seemed to me, CJ McCollum next. That's what I'm waiting for. That was the biggest thing I felt when I saw this news. CJ McCollum next because everybody out of here. They just they finna just blow it up. Because why else would you make this? Pelicans trade? do seem to have interest in CJ McCollum. Yeah, that'd be that up. Yes, they that'd do. I've seen nice that. With Zion? Devion, you know, CJ, BI, Zion. Kind of starting to do some things. But Devion, what do you what do you think about the, the, the Clippers and the Trailblazers here? I mean, I just I just I don't get it. I don't get it either. But I knew the, the Blazers was gonna blow that team up. The Blazers gonna, that, that's like the only thing I, I've been saying that they should blow it up because uh, you stuck that in the normal pile. Go go what to the Clippers and just play fucking defense. That's it. You go play defense. Not gonna really. He might. I don't know. Was he supposed to be filling in roles if somebody else gets sick or can't play and not not healthy? And then that trade was just fucking stupid. Yeah, I think I agree with Joe. I think that might just be some dumping of contracts. You know, Portland's obviously trying to start over. You know, get what they can, get with it. Uh, it just makes no sense because you ain't winning with those types of trades. No problem, right. player though. Good pickup for the Clippers, but not necessarily like the best fit. You know what I'm well, saying? What I mean, what, what are the Clippers gonna do? That's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, what are they? What do you think they're gonna do? Kawhi's not coming back this year. Yeah, PG is still gonna miss a lot more time. Like Norman Powell's not gonna hold you afloat. Great player. Uh, That's it. So it's just like. Cool. So the only thing I can think of, and I think I was, I think I looked at, I, I read this somewhere, so I, I don't know. I haven't fact checked this, but the uh, the Blazers are like fifty million into the salary or into the luxury tax, so they're trying to get under the luxury tax. But th- I mean, that would kind of what Joe said. That nah. would lead me to believe that like CJ's got to be going too, because Eric Bledsoe I don't think is cheap. Like I don't think he's got a cheap contract. So. Let me look at Chicago. Yeah, I, I don't get like. Here's my thing though. Like the thing is, like usually when you do like a salary cap dump like that, you're at least looking for like to be able to take a flyer on a player. Like Eric Bledsoe, we know what he is. Justice Winslow, we we kind of know what mm-hmm. he is, and he had never been the same since he had those back injuries. Injuries. I, I don't know much about Keon Johnson. Maybe that's their flyer, but like in a second round pick, like size. I mean, I just, I, I don't know. I just feel like you didn't get, like, you didn't get a lot of upside for giving away, like, like Covington would have been coveted by anybody trying to compete for a championship this year. So I, I just have to believe they could have gotten something better <laughs> than what they got for for Covington and Powell. They both would have been coveted by teams trying to take the like that next little step to separate themselves. Like a, you think like a Milwaukee Bucks wouldn't have wanted a Covington to replace like a PJ Tucker? Yeah, that they're they're missing from last year. Like you know, like I just I feel like there was there was something probably a little uh, better point. out there for him, bro. Bledsoe, but... his contract, bro. He getting eighteen million this year and nineteen next year. There ain't no cheap contract yeah. for him. Yeah, that just... type of player. What? All right, but let's let's talk Damn. let's talk about the Ben Simmons a terrible stuff. organization, bro. <laughs> so... Terrible. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I want to stick with them, but I feel you, bro. Do what you do. All right, let's let's talk Simmons. Let's talk Simmons. So there's a couple different teams that have been rumored for Simmons. Philly has 
said and sometimes not said, I guess, that they do or don't want to contribute Tobias Harris in the trade as well. They don't know what they want. And I think a lot of that comes down to Harden. They want they want Harden ultimately out of all this. So the Nets have now said that they're open to trading Harden. Minnesota has said they are open to trading for Tobias Harris with Simmons. So maybe they would be willing to get just Tobias Harris while Simmons goes elsewhere. So let's kind of play around with this idea. Where do you, what do you guys think happens here? Do you think do you think Simmons ultimately gets moved? Did Daryl Morey play chess while everyone was playing checkers and we were all doubting him? But now he's still gonna he's still gonna get his guy James Harden. Like, what do you, how do you guys think this all shakes out, Joe? Uh, why don't you start us off? Man, all talk, 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 talk. I don't think the Nets are willing to trade James Harden right now. I just don't. I think they're going to wait to see if the, all three of them together. They just wait for Kevin Durant. James Harden don't got to be great if you got Kevin Durant and Kyrie there. James Harden can just be doing exactly what he's doing right now, and they going to win most of the game. So I don't, I'm not concerned about that. My Man, Ben Simmons, they're going to get – I don't even know what to say about Ben Simmons, man. He's so – to this point, I don't even care about him, man. Like – what championship team can take you this year? Your trade value is whack right now. So I just think Daryl Moore going to be stupid and wait till the offseason and trade for James Harden if the big three don't work out. I think that's what he's banking on. Devion? Uh, shit. Fat boy might be gone. <laughs> like for real, like if they agree to take Tobias Harris, they gone. I will make that trade. I'm not gonna lie to you. I know the the contracts are kind of, you know, kind of big, but James Harden's not producing what, like how he, you know, what you pay. You get paid forty some million dollars, almost almost fifty million dollars a year to not score, give terrible stats. Shit, I just paid less for Ben Simmons and. Get a player who can't shoot. You're getting two players that can't shoot, but he at least he can facilitate. And he plays great defense. And Tobias Harris is just make up for where those two are slacking off. Because Tobias Harris is consistent. That's one thing I can't say about him. He's consistent. I don't think there's I don't think there's any way that the Nets can land both of them. I don't, nah, I don't think have, you, you you'll probably have to because I think that's what like seventy some million dollars between those two contracts. It's something like that. Like seventy, eighty million between those two contracts. So you might have to Keep Ben Simmons and trade and get some some shooters around you or some shit. But I trade. I would trade if I was Brooklyn. But I, I would make that trade because I think they gonna get stuck with an ass like James Harden. Like for real, it's go great player, but you're not gonna yield no type of results. Just put somebody around Kevin Durant. You know whether they can score or not. Kevin Durant gonna take over that offensive load. Him and Kyrie together is enough offensive. Put some defenders around him, people who can shoot. And it stretched the floor out, you good. James Harden is just a expensive body at this point. I'll trade him if I could. Yeah, I mean, James Harden is That's leading the league point. in turnovers per game. Uh, yeah. Free points. So that's that's free points for the other team. He does not play defense. I mean, I, I just retweeted, I think it was either earlier today or yesterday, Someone put this thread together of their most recent game, and it was of James Harden's defense, and it was pathetic. Like it, it was back to those days where, like, he you know he was getting all those clips with the the Rockets, where like somebody would just go right by him, and he just like kind of look at him, like, do, like a little swipe, but like not even like not even trying. It's like, I, part of me thinks he's trying to get traded now. Like he's doing what he did to get to the Nets to get now get out of the Nets to go to. 
to Philly. Um, I, 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 if I'm if I'm Brooklyn, I would I would just do I would do Harden for Simmons straight up. Yeah, I don't even care. That'd be cool. I'll just do it straight up. That'd be cool. Yeah, if Philly, if Philly would do it, easy, easy. Because James Harden, I don't think you're going to win with. I, I just don't think you're going to win with him. And I think, and I and like, I don't want it to happen. Honestly, as a Heat fan, I want them to keep James Harden because I, I I don't think there's a chance in hell they win with that big three. But I think if the big three becomes Kyrie Irving, Ben Simmons, and Kevin Durant, I'm scared of that team. I I am I am scared of that team because that is scary. you all of a sudden have Kevin Durant and Ben Simmons who can guard one through five. That, that like that that's a all of a sudden becomes a very versatile yep. defensive yep. unit. You've got an unselfish player in Ben Simmons. You got Kevin Durant who can score whenever he wants to. Kyrie Irving can score whenever he wants to. And Ben Simmons, like, like they're not going to try and be the sixes. Like, well, Ben, we need you to shoot threes. No, Ben, Facil- you can be the technically the starting five and, Facil- and bring the ball up and facilitate and dunk the ball. That's all you got to do. And he would be perfectly happy and content and would. To me, that's a fit, a perfect fit for Ben Simmons. If Kyrie Irving can't check the point guard in this game, Ben will go get him. They can play clacks in the guard the five. Like, like they, they could do so many different things if they just swap those two, and I think they're so much better with Ben Simmons and James Harden. Yeah, somebody to take. That's just, yeah, three. That's my opinion. With Tobias Harris, somebody to take. Like, if I was a failing team, I'd take Tobias Harris. Like, he might not. If I'm a good team, I'd yeah. take Tobias Harris. Like, yeah. if I'm like, say you're the Hawks. Say you're the Hawks that are just Ooh, like, okay, I'll man. throw in like a Bogdanovich or someone to to get in like a three team trade there hey. and bring Tob- Tobias to my squad. That'd be Tobias on the Hawks. There is rumors that would there not is, be bad. There is rumors. There is rumors the Hawks are trying to give John Collins and Bogdanovich and some draft picks for Ben Simmons and Tobias Harris or Seth Curry. I'm saying. I wouldn't do that. Okay, I, I got to think on that one a little more. I'm but let, let's move on to the Pelicans. Let's move on to the Pelicans. I, I mentioned mm-hmm. a little bit earlier how they might be in the mix for a CJ McCollum if the Trailblazers are willing to get rid of him. They are apparently looking to acquire like a fairly big time guard. So De'Aaron Fox, CJ McCollum, um, kind of names names like that. I don't I don't know if Tobias Harris would quite be what they're looking for. Uh, not really a guard, definitely a forward, but um, interesting because they're not doing well right now. But like you get a you get a nice big time guard like that, pairing with Zion and uh, Bi. Okay, I kind of see a little something there. Well, so what do you guys think about that one, Joe? What do you what do you think? You a fan of it or or not? Nah? It's a wrap. Nope, nope. It's a wrap. They should Zion. I stand. It's a wrap. They got one more year of Zion. It's over. I agree. They can try if they no, want they got, to, they got but at it's least not going to be no point. They got at least two. Is it two years? Is it two years? It's over. It's over. He's not coming. It's not going to work out. But man, I'm worried about Zion's going to gonna sign weight. that max deal injuries. with the Pelicans. Then, yep. Then, yep. Uh, <sighs> man, yeah. he's easily forgotten about <laughs> down there with New Orleans. He's easily forgotten about. He can sign him a two a two year player option deal and then get the max again later. He can do something, but he does not want to stay in New Orleans. It's a wrap. They shouldn't even try. They 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 messed this up. 
it is what it is. Now they got to suffer the consequences. Devian? Yeah, I ain't going to say messed up. Um, I'm cool with a guard because really, to be honest with you, you really need somebody. Like CJ McCollum probably would be a good fit, but De'Aaron Fox would be a really nice because you need like a running gun guard who can handle the ball but also can be off ball and do you know a couple things. Because you got a couple ball-dominant people, really. Like, B.I. is best, in my opinion, when he's dribbling. When he's doing one-on-one, Zion's the same way. Yeah. So, you got to find somebody who can do, like, running gun with them. So, um, I don't see Zion leaving. Like, that's – I ain't going to lie to you. If Zion leaves and leaves that type of money on the table, he hated that organization because I'm not walking away from that type of money. Not my first contract. Nah, it's a lot of money. He'll he'll do the he'll do the Anthony he'll do the Anthony Davis thing. Yeah, sign it. Like he'll that that's yeah. fine. But I'm not leaving that type of money. And I'm what is he like? Twenty two years old. Like I'm not leaving that type of money on the table. You know what I'm saying? Like go get your bread first, and then if I'm the Pelicans, I'm just go. You know, so I'm a, I'm a. Pretty much say I got at least three, four years maybe to try to be in a playoff team and try to win something. A good guard would be a good fit for him. You know, running gun guard. That would be, you know, that would be a good little look for him. It's just, it's the Pelicans. No matter what they do, they go suck. Just be real. It's the organization. They ain't the players. It's, but De'Aaron Fox would be cool. I really would like to see McCullum on there. That would be fun. But. I don't know how many games they would win with McCullum. I think they'll win more games with De'Aaron Fox than they do with McCullum. Twenty-one. So, but that's. Yeah. I'm a little. I'm a little different on that one. I yeah. think. I think they need. I think they need more of a, a two, like a straight off-ball type yeah. defender. Yeah. I, or Wait. shooter. I'm sorry, player on I offense. Because we found out last year, Zion is best. When he's got the ball in his hands, like we don't need Zion as the four, we need Zion yes. playmaking. So I don't think you want De'Aaron Fox because then you're not really utilizing De'Aaron Fox as a, he's a point guard. I so I think you want somebody like CJ to play off ball, play with Bi. I mean, maybe even move Bi because I just don't think Bi and Zion are a good fit. If I'm being completely honest, so that's a good that's a good call. I think I think BI's got a lot of you know a lot of uh, value I would maybe they're playing a little better now so I don't know if they'd be willing to do it but they're like I'd maybe call the Celtics Jalen Brown see if see if uh, he's available I think he'd fit a little better I don't know if he'd want to stay in New Orleans but you know I, I I just would explore other options like Zion you need people that will play off of Zion and not need to dominate the ball to take away from Zion. So That's I think CJ's perfect. Um, he, he plays that role really well where he can be like the catch and shoot guy, but can also create his own shot. You need someone, I think you need someone like that. A buddy healed would be a nice pick if they want to do something with the Kings. Um, be that'd be a really good fit. Honestly. That'd so be a couple, really couple options there. Let's uh, last, last bit of trade news though. Um, Knicks are potentially discussing a Julius Randle trade, trying to swing Julius Randle for Deer and Fox. Now, I don't know that the Kings are interested in this at all, but I saw this thrown out there that the Knicks are trying. Life comes at you fast, Julius. He was he was the man in New York 
last year, leading them to the playoffs. Everyone loved him. This year, he's given the uh, you know the thumbs down to the to the fans, saying "shut the fuck up" and <laughs> you know shit happens. So, Joe, do you do you buy into this? Do you think the Kings would would do this? Like, I can't see the Kings being interested in this at all. But, Joe, I want I want your thoughts on Hell this. Hell no, man! Come on, man! I told y'all last year the Knicks weren't that good, man. They would have been in the playing game last year if they was in the West. They were not that good of a team. And it just happened. When you're in the league long enough, everybody's talented in the league. There's a point where you peak out your potential. And last year, that's what we saw for Julius Randle. He did the best shooting from three he ever done. That was the best you ever going to see out of Julius Randle. And now he's going back to the mean. He's going back to what he is, an average player who shows a lot of potential, but all he has is a left hand. Take away his left hand. He ain't got shit. It's that simple. He got hot last year. This year, it ain't it. Y'all tried to make it work out with Julius Randle, Kimball Walker, and Evan Fournier, and this is what you get. And now you got no trade ca- uh, capital out of it because your team is trash. You did the same old Knicks. You got all hype last year for nothing, and look where you're at. You the same old knickerbocker bum-ass motherfuckers. <laughs> Tefion. That's, that's real. <laughs> Oh man, if I'm yeah, the Kings, I'm not doing it. If I'm Julius Randle, I'm trying to get up out of New York as fast as possible. You know what I'm saying? So this particular trade, don't think it's gonna okay. actually happen. If and if the Kings are this dumb to do that, somebody getting paid on a on you like Larry. It's some it's some money. If they do that, De'Aaron Fox said, "Get me the fuck out of here. Yeah. I'm not playing." Anymore. Yeah, that's that's what happened. He's got a want want it. They're going to have to be getting some money or some type of incentives outside of the NBA for it. You know, but this particular trade, nah. But if I was Julius Randle, I force, I try to get up out of there because fuck you want to play for a team, they turn their back on you, and you the best thing that happened to the Knicks in a long – well, Knicks just suck. It, it's the Knicks, like what Joe said. I'm getting up out of there, but this particular trade, nah, I don't think that's going to – especially when you got other – I could trade Fox for other players, like good players, like really good players that can help my organization. What the fuck I'm going to trade for Julius Randle for? I mean, Julius Randle's a nice player. He ain't, he ain't the value. That he's, not, he's not a franchise-changing player. Fuck no, that's what I'm saying. You ain't getting that type of – you get way more for De'Aaron Fox because he's a he's – a, you know what I'm saying? I think he's a game-changer when it comes to things because – he can fit in way more systems than, in my opinion, Julius Randle's more like he's good at what he does, like when he's the man. But I gotta see him, like especially like I know the Lakers is a little weird situation when like the Pelicans, he was cool, but it's just I don't see him going in there and being like a absolute standout player. You know, he he'd be better off as being a role player, but his numbers are gonna suffer for so. And if they suffer, like it's pointless to even have him on the team. Just a contract with an average player, in my opinion. So I don't think it's a good trade. I don't think it's gonna happen. Yeah, I'm gonna leave it at that. I don't. I just don't see it happening. No. Unless De'Aaron Fox is forcing his way out, and that's the best they can do. That's the only way I can see it happening. But let's let's talk about your Lakers. Yeah, I don't want to talk. Don't talk. This this is one of the few times that I think I actually might be able to pit you guys against each other as as fans here. So LeBron James, Joe's boy, Devion is a true Lakers fan. 
LeBron's out here congratulating the Clippers for hitting a game winner against the Lakers. So what, like, what, what the fuck are we doing, LeBron? Joe, I'll give you a chance to defend. Hey, man, LeBron here, but like, what, like, what's going on? Hey, it's, is, hey is sometimes Jackson you gotta pat your little brother on the back. Hey, you just gotta. Oh, here he go. <laughs> just gotta pat your little brother on the back sometimes, man. You know, let him know. Hey, I'm still the big dog, but I'm proud of you. It's okay. You did a little something, something, but at the end of the day, big dog's still here. That's all that was, man. We, we ain't gotta talk about the Lakers. They don't. They not worth talking about. I'll agree with that. They definitely aren't worth talking about. Devion? Well, that's the dumbest shit I ever heard. Like, <laughs> I'm not congratulating nobody for beating me. Especially not them. You know what I'm saying? Especially not the Clippers. Like, no. you don't congratulate them of all teams. No. But, bro, like, You're a LeBron fan, bro. That's this is shit. What I be talking about with LeBron when you, you can't always be the nice guy, bro. Like <clears throat> it's okay to be the villain, you know? You feel me? Like talk shit right here. Like fuck them. Don't congratulate them. Like what? Is, what is the point of doing this? Like, like what's what's the point? Like how do you get in this situation? Trophy. Yeah, this that's that's what this seems like a participation trophy type of ordeal. Like. You don't win here. Like, that was just dumb. Like, LeBron, that guy, but that was stupid. I'm not congratulating especially not the Clippers. Like, as a Los Angeles Lakers, you do not graduate the Clippers ever. Maybe if they win the finals. Maybe LeBron was playing mind games. Because they suck. Like, step up. He ain't playing no mind games, bro. Come on. That's, that's you talking as a fan, bro. He ain't playing. You can congratulate the little brother if they win it all because they might be the only one they ever win in franchise history. But <laughs> besides that, no, like, come on, bro. Like, we already suck too, bro. That's what I'm saying. We we are yeah, sucking. Suck. And then we he do this. Like, and then he does this, bro. Like, come on, man. Like, that's – he tr- – man. Yeah, well, <laughs> good job, Mr. October. Good job, Mr. October. Great show. You beat us. We suck already, but thanks for beating us and making us feel even better. So I'll congratulate you. What the fuck are you doing? This ain't and it ain't sportsmanship either. That ain't good sportsmanship. I'm not trying to hear it. Like that was some bum. Like, well, I'm done, bro. Bum. Uh, I don't Oh god! Man, I, this Kobe would never do that. Yeah. I was waiting. That's what I was waiting yeah. for. Kobe would never. Kobe never do that yeah. shit. Come on, bro. No like, way. Kobe wouldn't do that. Oh, bro, that just makes me so mad. We already trash, and then you put up. You know. You know what this tells me? LeBron, I think, is closer to retirement than we all than we all might want to be willing to admit. Because I'll, I'll give you an example. It's either that. Or he just like literally does not even respect the Clippers in the slightest. Could be both. Because I'll tell you one one team he would never say that about. Could you imagine when when Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett and Ray Young with the Celtics? You think he ever would have congratulated them for the game winner against his team? Oh yeah, not not, not even fucking close. No. So it, it's just like, it's a weird thing to hear because like that's like that's the Lakers' biggest problem. And I get it. 
he's not like a Laker Laker, you know, like he's like a one of those superstars that just goes there at the end of his career to kind of, you know, try and get another championship too. Hey, and, you know, he's not, not like Kobe was not. a Laker. Magic Johnson was a Laker. They would they would never congratulate little brother in the basement. Hey, bro. And first of all, LeBron like LeBron would have never done that. Like he would have never done that. The Lakers bum asses for rescinding Jerry Jones or Jerry West's lifetime season tickets. They bum as hell for that. That's why they sucking this year. How you gonna text Jerry West's wife and say y'all ain't got tickets no more? You couldn't even call the man. This is exactly what they get for that, bro. The logo, the logo can't go to a basketball game no more. Come on, man. Looking without organizational, like, come on. Look at the organizations he's touched. Look at what he's done, and you can't give him. I just, man, Jerry, bro, come back from the dead for like two years or something, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? They ain't been assisting. Big Bus been gone. Like, yeah, he he gone. Well, I agree, bro. He might be retired in like a year or two, like probably two years. Like LeBron gone. One more team. If he ain't gonna be he with the Lakers, with his son. After he this playing season. with his son. Man, all right, his son got to be good enough to get to the NBA after a one and done year. All right, we ain't seen that from Brody yeah. yet. He ain't that. But, good. I'm sorry, he ain't nah, that nah. good. And all right, he ain't that last good. night, he ain't that good. last night we did get the All Star reserves though. So let's let's talk. We talked about the starters last time. Let's talk about the reserves here. So I'll start in the West. The West reserves are Devin Booker, Luca, Rudy Gobert, Draymond Green, Donovan Mitchell, Chris Paul, and Carl Anthony Towns. So that goes with the John Morant, I'm okay Steph with Curry, that. Wiggins. Um, <laughs> I'm, like, um, I'm blanking on the other the other bigs. I'm trying to see who we um, missing. Help me out here, guys. Yeah, I'm blanking on the bigs. Yeah, I knew one of us to freeze. Yeah, there we go. I was like, I knew. Always had one. All right, and the, and, and the last two are LeBron and Jokic. So we got the we got the full we got the full rosters out now. So what do we what do we think? Who do we have any snubs in the West? We feel like anyone got specifically left out, or are we overall feeling pretty good about the? The West roster. Uh, Joe, you can, honest, uh, you can start. I don't think Rudy Gobert should be there, to be honest. I know he's the best player on the Utah Jazz this year, and they up there in the West. But if you look at it, they should have played way better. There was teams that were ravaged with COVID, and they still didn't win that many games. I know you didn't have Donovan Mitchell for some of those, when you didn't have Rudy Gobert either for some of those games. But still, at the end of the day, you were the team less impacted by COVID. Y'all should have won more, and y'all couldn't win more. Y'all should be a better team, and y'all just not that good. So I don't think they deserve to have any players in the All-Star game this year. Okay. Who would you – you got anyone to replace them? Forward? Man, yeah, that's what I got to look at, though. I'm not going to lie. I'm not sure who I would replace them with, like, off the top of my head. That's what I was trying to look at right now. Jared Allen's in the East, bro. He, 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 oh, yeah, he, he fucking, that's the yeah. Cleveland. I'm tripping. I just hate this man, dude. My yeah, bad. I was tough, trying to throw man, somebody out I mean, there. 
it would obviously be Anthony Davis if he was healthy. Yes, it's it's like a lot of people, man. like with all the injuries with like Anthony Davis, Paul George, Kawhi, like there's a lot of guys that would take that. That just you got to put them in there. Uh, yeah. Devian, what do you think? You think any snubs there for you? Nah, I'm pretty. Oh, yeah. Let me see. I'm, I'm pretty okay with that list. Uh, I would have liked to see. I don't know to you. I would have liked to see uh, uh, Murray in it, but yeah, they ain't. They ain't Murray, yeah. So you know, I would have loved to see him in there. Like Rudy Gobert, I do agree with y'all. Like he's in it again. <laughs> Some poop games and stuff. Because if Anthony Davis would have been healthier this season, no Rudy. You know, maybe no Rudy. But besides that, no, that's pretty spot on, bro. Like, Mm -hmm. based on what these teams have been doing, I'm cool with that, honestly. Okay. Um, Cool. Yeah, I'm I'm okay with it. Like, there's nothing that jumps off to me as like, oh, my God, I can't believe this. I would have liked to see Anthony Edwards or DeJounte Murray in there. Yeah. Um, the thing is, like, who are they going to replace? <laughs> you know, like, not Chris Paul. Like, maybe Donovan Mitchell. Like, I don't know that Donovan deserves deserves it this year. I don't think he should be in that this year. How many games he's missed. Um, yeah. I'll give you that. But, you know, like, I'm not mad that Donovan's in there. Like, I think he's kind of earned the reputation and the status mm-hmm. to be able to get that nod. Uh, but, okay, so let's go to the East then. This is how we're going to kind of wrap up before we choose love or violence. So the East reserves are Jimmy Butler, Darius Garland, James Harden, Zach Levine, Chris Middleton, Jason Tatum, and Fred Van Vliet. Shout out to Fred, undrafted all the way to All-Star, his first All-Star game, so that's a cool story. Um, but what do you guys think here? Joe, you got any uh, got any major snubs for the East? Facts. Take James Harden. These obviously go to starters of mm, – Okay. I like it. Take James Harden out like and put it. LaMelo Ball in there. That's crazy. It needs to be LaMelo Ball or Miles Bridges. One of them need to be in there because the Charlotte Hornets, they may not be winning as many games as they should be, but they playing well. Just for just for the start, for something. One of them deserve to be in and they playing well. I and mean, then, Miles Bridges can play. He can compete in the dunk contest. But. Yeah, that's fair. But I think LaMelo Ball was a snub. He definitely deserved to be on there. And then I'm about to say, come on, man. I know he played well when he played, but Jimmy Butler shouldn't have been on there. The man done missed over 20 games. Oh, God. He, he only done played 34 games. He don't he, he didn't played enough games, man. This will be an all-star. Come on, bro. He done missed too many games. You just Yeah, I mean, I think, it's, I think it's a fair comment. You know, I'm a Heat, I'm a heat fan, you know, but I think it's a, a fair comment because Anthony Davis played 32 games. Yeah. And so he AD gets left 34. off most likely because of Jimmy games. He played 34. Yeah. So no, I think I think I think that's a fair comment. That's right. I love Jimmy, and honestly, I don't think Jimmy wants to play. So I think he'd be cool too. <laughs> be real with you. Well, it's in um, Cleveland. Who cares? Yeah, I ain't gonna say Miles Bridges, my brother. I think Miles Bridges. He he's been doing decent the last couple of years, but Lamelo is really making him shine. Uh, I think Lamelo should be in there. Yeah. Over. Um. I guess you're saying Jimmy didn't play enough games, so you want to yeah. replace Jimmy with Lamelo? Yeah, because like low key, like honestly, bro, like being real, I rather him replace Harden and Jimmy. Like even the little games that like Jimmy might not have played that many games, but 
his impact, his numbers, all that stuff, or it's, it's way more impressive than James huge. Harden. You know what I'm saying? It's way more impressive than James Harden. James Harden's just in there because it's James Harden, and they like to see him play. So, but if I Lamelo for if we go, yeah, if we do a technicality with Jimmy with the games, yeah, but preferably no James Harden. You know, but Lamelo. I like that. I trust him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't like saying it. I really don't like saying no James Harden because I like James Harden. I enjoy it. I know you. you All right. Damn. So I got, I got two snubs. I got two snubs. And I, I think they should replace Jimmy Butler and James Harden. Um, I think I got the, I got the one same one. Lamelo, I think, should be an all-star. I don't care which one you want to, you want to replace him with. Uh, but I think, I think Tyler Hero should be an all-star. I knew it. And I knew I'm going to give you some stats to back it up. This dude. Tyler Hero will be the first he, – he's going to be, I think, the first player ever to be on a team that is in that has a top-five record in the NBA and average over 20 points a game to not make the All-Star game. He's going to be the first player, I believe, to ever do that. So – and and I would – for poetic reasons, I think he should replace Jimmy Butler because Tyler Hero was the main guy keeping the Miami Heat afloat when Jimmy, Bam, and Lowry were all missing a bunch of games. That's right. So I think there's a I think there's a good comparison there. And just, just to – Compare them like him and Lamelo's numbers aren't aren't really far off. The only thing that Lamelo's really got on he's got assists and some rebounds on on Hero because Hero's obviously a little smaller than Lamelo and is not a point guard. But I mean, Hero is averaging a, a couple tenths of a point more points per game. They're shooting the same percentage from the field. Hero shoots it better from three. So I mean, I think like I think there's a good case for Hero. Um, I think the Heat need to have somebody there. And I think it should be Hero instead of Jimmy Butler just because of the, the games he had to play. And he had to put up a lot of numbers with not a lot of help around him. That's so fair. that would be that would be kind of my That's fair. my swaps there. Give the, the youngins some some love there. Um you know, but whatever. I can tell you another all star. That's why they need the two better mile bridges like, just because I didn't want to say Tyler Hero, bro. Yeah, you're a hater, bro. Such a hater. Yeah, well, yeah. They need to make Tyler Hero more of a household name because he, like, baby go. Yeah, he, he he deserves it. Like for if he, yeah, they just need to make him more of a household name because if he was more of a household name, I, I do agree with you saying he would be an All Star game because he actually does deserve it. I didn't even think about it, bro. Like he does because like he been holding y'all down with them injuries. I ain't gonna hold you, low key. He been. No, no hero, y'all looking bad. Yeah, I mean, in January, the Heat had a stretch. Yeah. They're playing a lot of really good teams above 500. I think they played 15 games in like December and January against teams above 500. Went 10 and five, and that's mostly without Jimmy Bam and and Lowry. Yeah, bro, that's hero. That's, I mean, hero's yeah, the, the best Robinson player after those guys. Team. He's the one keeping them afloat. Duncan started. He's been starting to shoot better the last like 20 or so games. He had a rough start to the year, but. He's not. He's kind of losing some minutes too. Like Spoh's yeah. been playing some of the other guys over him. Yeah, I, Duncan may could be somebody to look to be on the move for the Heat before uh, before the season's over. Come play um, off, so they, they got so many. They got so many damn players on this team. It's, it gets hard to play them all. And Oladipo's not even back yet. Oh, I know. So I can't wait to see that. I just want to see how that's gonna fit. They might. I could see them moving Duncan. Honestly, it's it's a pretty affordable contract for one of the best shooters in the NBA. The I can see a team. Y'all get him. That's the player the Lakers should try to go get, like for real. Y'all, y'all don't got anybody that we want. Don't worry. I, I know that. <laughs> y'all don't, bro, let me be. Nobody, bro, let me be. Nobody, bro, yeah. nobody, you want Austin Reeves? We get look. 
You don't oh, want Austin Reeves, bro? <laughs> Come on, bro. <laughs> We'll take LeBron. Bro, LeBron for dunking. How about that? Player, bro. <laughs> You're not going to do Westbrook like that. All right. How we, this is how we can end the show, fellas. Choosing love, choosing violence. Joe, I know you were having a hard time making up your mind. You were not feeling very loving or very hateful today. You were in a very, like, no, zen, really very level place. So, uh, what are you, uh, what are you, what are you thinking here? Did he freeze out again, or is it me this time? Oh, there you go. He froze on okay. one second. Yeah. Let's keep going. Uh, I'm gonna choose. Man, I know what you're gonna pick. So I mean, I don't care. I'm gonna pick it too. I'm gonna choose love. It's kind of hard not to love. What we can Brian do a Flores joint one. Did. It's fine. We can share yeah, this I mean, one. I'm not gonna lie. It's, it's pretty great to see what Brian Flores does, man. Because just the pressure. I mean, it's 32 jobs out there. 29 of them are white billionaire owners. And, I mean, you can't change their heart. You can't change their mind. But you damn sure can hurt their pocket. So let's go for it. I'm with it 100%. I hope he get everything he can get from it. Brian Flores, stand up. Yeah, this one. That's the him. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Pop. <laughs> Devion, how you feeling? Yeah, no. See, look, I wanted to – like, I don't really want to – I just kept it basketball, but I do like a little side one. I'm actually – I love Brooklyn this time because they're thinking about trading hard. The best news ever. Help that organization try to win. That's, that is a great thing. I love it. But my true love, <laughs> if I could have done it for real, like with all sports – with Michael Jordan and uh, Floyd Mayweather with the NASCAR thing. Owners. Got some black owners in NASCAR, baby. That is – I don't care if we good Jordan, or not. Jordan's done that. Hard. That's that's, that's, that's yeah, Jordan, uh, Jordan oh, signed dude. Bubba. Yeah, hey, bro, that's nice. I like yeah, this. I'm telling you, this is a good look. So, wait, I missed that. Floyd, Floyd's getting involved now? Uh-huh. So is he going with Jordan or is he getting his own his own uh no, I, think he's I don't know a, what you say in racing. Comparing with Jordan. Because okay. my homie sent it to me earlier. Um uh, was it through Instagram with the NASCAR? Uh, hold on, let me see if I pull up real quick. Uh let me see. Floyd Mellis. Uh, let me see. Yeah, Floyd Mayweather joins Michael Jordan as a NASCAR team. So Dope. It's the uh, money. I don't know if he's gonna be with together, but in there, two of them. Hey, the money team is penetrating NASCAR, baby. I just like to see it. <laughs> backing up. Cause I never Hello. thought. All right, that's what never like them two people. We never thought that, but hey, bro, you'd out. be surprised how many black people watch Shout NASCAR down it. south. They watch a lot of NASCAR, bro. You'd be surprised. Oh yeah, big time. Yeah. Black people love cars. I ain't gonna lie. They love. I, I go. I'm going to NASCAR. I seen this. I'm going right back. To, I'm going right to go and watch that shit. I'm a fan now. Shout so. out. All right, so Joe, I'm joining you. We're 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 sending extra love to Brian Flores because he, he gonna need some extra love and support uh, during this whole process. Because I mean, I, like honestly, like, people talked about you know what Kaepernick did, and we've seen how Kaepernick got blackballed, and 
what Brian Flores is doing, he he really like Cap at least got to enjoy some success in the NFL for a while. It doesn't make it right that he got blackballed, but like Brian Flores just got started, got screwed, and had, if you wanted it, probably thirty years of coaching in front of him if if he wanted it. And he's probably throwing he's probably throwing that all away. Because yep. of how the you know the NFL works. We know how they get down. So I think that's commendable. I mean, that that's a, a huge sacrifice. And you can see, because you know, like we talked about before, like, for example, Vance Joseph got brought around to, like, damn near every goddamn team that had an opening this year, all to fulfill the goddamn, oh, we had to bring in an, an, extra, an extra black person to interview, right? No one, no one was going to fucking hire no Vance Joseph to be head coach this year. But... So- you, but you see, and you, uh, that's the same story every single year, and you see how people are reluctant to join Brian Flores because they know what that's going to do to their career. It's probably going to torpedo it. Yeah. So, I hope to God it can at least get to the lawsuit, fought, the lawsuit phase, because I have a feeling Brian Flores honestly is not going to settle. I don't think he cares if he ends up losing the case. I think he mm. just wants to get it to the discovery phase. An open Pandora's box for the for the world yeah, to see. That's all you need. This is how these motherfuckers act. So he does that. That's still a win, even if he doesn't. Even if he doesn't get the the money from it, I would assume the lawyers that he has are going to do this pro bono. Um, I I wouldn't imagine they're trying to charge him for this. Um, getting the recognition for fighting this fight is probably what's is probably their payday. So. Shout out to Flor, you know Flores for for fighting the good fight, even when it's inconvenient. Mm-hmm. If he wants to know how to yeah, survive a strong fight, he needs to talk to Kyrie. <laughs> Don't bring no goddamn Kyrie into this fucking conversation right now. Yeah, we're we're gonna, we're ending it on that before you even spout some more bullshit about trying to bring this anti-vax dumbass into fucking Brian Flores' space here. Hey. Three and a possible. We out. <laughs>